You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 9 of the Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. What's up, Stephen Cook? Just chilling, man. You know... I I had a busy day. It's a very suburban day for me. Your boring suburban lifestyle is really... I went to the dry cleaner. No, stop. It's already... I'm sleeping. I did. He usually picks up on Thursday, but we had a storm, so he didn't pick up. I, um... I put away the patio furniture, put them under a tarp. No. Yep. Did a little more... Do a little more spackling because no, I have this hole in my ceiling. Uh, did a little raking. This is why. Oh, this yeah. is why people who live in the suburbs. Oh, I switched my closets. This is why people who live in the suburbs drink a lot or kill themselves. <laughs> I was, I was the Moses of suburbia. The Moses, while well, you liberated your people. Jesus and- of suburbia. You know that song, Green Day song. Jesus. No. The- I led my people out of the slavery of suburbia and into we're now wandering in the wilderness. No, you know the Green Day song, Jesus of Suburbia. Looking for New York City. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Of so, Jesus. I mean, it's cool. So, you this know, is the first down those hydrangea bushes, man. Great I was looking forward to eating it. season. Are you familiar with that? <laughs> Are you familiar with the Great American Eating Season? The, yeah, it's begun. It has begun. I have had. It, I've, I've already had uh, peanut M and M's, a Twix. It's the begin. It starts on Halloween. It's it runs yep. through Thanksgiving and Christmas. Obviously, Christmas, Christmas Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, right through and then right, into the Super right Bowl, right? New Year's and takes you culminating in Super Bowl Sunday. Wow! So this is when most Americans put on most of the weight that they gain during the year. I think the average between... <laughs> I'm determined not well, to. I mean, come on. You exercise, so you're yeah. not going to put on weight. But I think the average American puts on like seven pounds between... What? Yeah, that's a crazy stat at this time of year. That's crazy. It's also padding for the winter, though. <laughs> <laughs> is people going to hibernation? Exactly. What are they, bears? Well, some people are. <laughs> oh, I'd love to hibernate. Wouldn't that be awesome? Except I'd miss the ski season, but still. You would sit in your man cave. Man, just in like a warm cave. In your man, in your man cave. In my man cave with a blanket. Uh. How put upon are men that we feel like we need like a safe space and call it a man <laughs> cave? I thought the whole world was our man cave. <laughs> I, I, You know, we are privileged, I mean, but still, I, my, I want to hibernate. I need my man. space to myself where I don't need to deal with my family. Like, that's really... really I know nice. it's a man's world, but I do I do need a little Stephen time. Well, everybody needs their Every own time, again. but I think it, it doesn't have to do with the gender. I think everybody needs their own yeah. you know, little private time, not to... You know, the president... Mine, the president, mine seems to happen often at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, that's You need to urinate at 4 in the morning. <laughs> Exactly. I can't go back it's like to that. Prostate time. <laughs> so, so I put on it. I put on the CNN and oh ESPN. My God, you're getting old. You're like, oh, I got to go to the, the bathroom. Flip on the local news. There's the there's the guy who lives around the block. He's 
you know, he must be in his late seventies. He's really get off my lawn. Oh, yeah. And when I when I run early in the morning, and it's pretty early, yeah. he's sitting there. I can see his TV's on. He's sitting in his Is he living watching room. Fox News. Uh, probably. probably, yeah. Oh my God! Did you see? Oh, I meant to send it to you. I don't think I did. Um, there was an article in the paper yesterday in the in the Washington Post about these folks from the west coast of Florida. You know that congressman? I think his name is Dan Rooney uh-huh. or Frank Rooney, one of those. He had said, "Look, you know, he's a Republican." He said, "You know, we have to go through the impeachment process. I want to see what's there, what the evidence right. is." The, the the response from his constituents uh-huh. was so it caused such an uproar in Naples, Florida, Fort Myers, Florida, that the next day he re, he announced he wasn't running for re-election. Really? And so they were interviewing these people. This is the cult. Yeah. This is the cult. They interviewed some woman. She's not even that much older than us in her mid fifties. Probably looks like. And she woman. hangs out at the like. You know how sad is this? Like the Fort Myers or like Lee County. Republican clubhouse <laughs> and she calls herself an artist and she wears Trump jewelry oh and like I mean it's totally off the wall but this is the this is the she thing this like is a, the cult. she sounds like a lovely human being and then the, the the chairperson of the of the Lee County Republican Party is some 80 year old woman who called up Congressman Rooney and just told him to get out really they'll find someone else if you're not going to support the president wow so this is where the cult lives. This is these are yes, the is where the cult. So lives. is there anything that any information, any piece, any data point that could get these people no. to change their minds? Not one. No. Not nothing. No. So when no. he said, "I could shoot somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue," yes, he was right. He was dead on. He was spot oh. on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. I, and now they're now they're bringing the Senate Republicans into line. Uh, Joe Kennedy from Louisiana, oh, he's another who's a lawyer, said. I was, again, an article in today's paper, yeah. Republicans are going to argue that quid pro quo, there's nothing illegal about it. Ted Cruz is in on this as well. Nice. And this is amazing. Ted Cruz is in on it. But meanwhile, during the campaign, candidate Trump said that Ted Cruz's father was involved in the assassination of John F. Kennedy. I mean, and, but nevertheless, and called his and, wife ugly. And, he called his wife ugly. And, and Right. And then he also, didn't he say something about her mental stability? Well, her psychological. No, I anyway, think he just whatever. referred to her. He just called he her too. ugly. And Ted Cruz, man, spineless. Spineless. Yeah. So, so this is the argument, is that the quid pro quo is totally legal, okay. that we condition aid to countries all the time. Sure. Well, we do yeah. over like human rights. Violence. We don't actually condition aid that often. We really don't. But if we do, yeah. when it's been when it's been discussed, it's been over human rights violations. It's been over. There's a, actually a law that says that we have to cut off aid to countries uh, that to, to governments that come into power as a result of a coup. Of course, we ignored that in Egypt. But whatever, there is often a discussion about how to condition aid to other countries. <laughs> but the difference here is is you know human rights violations, coups. Uh, not supporting all kinds of abuse, not in exchange for information on or your political dirt rival. on a political yeah. opponent. Yeah, but that's okay now. <sighs> so getting the assistance—that's okay. Getting the assistance or seeking the assistance of a foreign government in helping your election campaign is now legal. It's now legal. It's now legal. All right, it's now legal. To know. It's quid pro quo. It's totally legal. This is the whole thing. This is the thing, though. I didn't mean to interrupt, but the whole thing is a waste because Joe Biden's not even going to get the nomination the, at this point. The, ever-shrinking candidate. He has $9 million on hand? Yeah. 
What does Elizabeth Warren have on hand? Like thirty five million? Like that, but Pete Buttigieg has thirty five million. Nine million is not gonna take Biden very far. No. Biden is like disappearing in front of our eyes. He's toast. But you know, the Republicans are good at a lot of things, but I think the one thing that they're the best at yes. moving the goalposts. <laughs> they, they are the they, champs they, at moving the goalposts. They're, they have moved the goalposts so many times for this president so who has a record of zero achievement except when it comes to judges and his tax cut. The tax cut. But that's all these people really so, want. So the, so the budget deficit is now a trillion dollars. That's not important anymore. Wow. Wasn't the Tea Party... Didn't it come into existence because they were worried about government spending? No, oh no. no, no. Yes. No, they were. They said that. But they were worried. But they were really worried about, about black people. Black man in the they White House. They were really House. worried more about black, black people. people with power in in government. <laughs> so deficits don't matter anymore. Foreign meddling in interference our, in, in our domestic affairs like, doesn't, doesn't matter. matter anymore. So the only thing that matters is black people and women in, with, in, with power. Right. Damn. We're making America great again, my friend. <laughs> Get on board the Trump train. Uh, I have said this countless times. Could you? I, and I still, I, I'm still. Can you imagine living, like, suspending reality to live in the Trump cult? Hey, man, whatever gets you through the night. I guess. But I've been. But that's just weird, I, I've man. I've been saying this for a long time. And I'm still waiting yeah. for somebody who voted for Hillary the last time to come out and say, you know. I didn't vote for Trump, but I really like all of the things that he's been doing, and I'm, I've changed my mind on him. Are there? I don't you know, know. They're I'm, always showing in the, in the well, Times like, and whatever. There's always these interviews with all of right. these people who voted for Trump. Like, let's try to understand the Trump voter in Pennsylvania, or hey, right, let's right. try to understand the Trump voter in Wisconsin. And it's always the same thing. It's like, well, yeah, I don't really have a job, and my life is no better, but I still feel like he is who I am, and he represents me. He can take my farm, yeah, but, but as long as we have Donald Trump as president, it's, it defies logic, my ability yeah. to comprehend. Well, I just, I just can't. It's a cult, and you're not in it. Man. You're not in it. But I'm still, I would love for one of our listeners who didn't vote for Trump but now regrets their decision to, I, to I want to. I want to talk to one of those people who said that there was no difference between Clinton oh and Trump. That's who I want to talk Every to. Every day I look at people's posts on the Facebook and it's like, oh, the EPA is deciding that the restrictions on polluting the air and water are no longer necessary. <laughs> exactly. And I think, tell me again how there's no difference between the two parties. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Or, or yesterday, now um, adoption agencies will be able to de decline or prevent LGBTQ couples from adopting children. Really? Oh, I missed yeah. that. So again, tell me how there's no difference between the two parties. So there's there's children there's children who don't have parents. They want a family desperately. They don't have homes. Yep. Couples who, who desperately want to have a child. Yep. Kids who get forced into the foster care system. Yep. And Sorry. drift through life. Sorry. And who could be Sorry. amazingly talented and loved. Put and put in a stable environment, in a loving, environment, in a right. loving warm environment. Nope. Right. Sorry, not going to happen. So tell me again. Because it's an affront to our traditional values. Tell me again how both parties are the same. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, how about all, you know, there was this amazing poll of the evangelicals. Uh -huh. These are God's people, compassion, and so on and so forth. And they... They, more than any group within the Republican Party, 
have the harshest views on immigrants on, on across the board. They're like this fierce voting block it's, of basically intolerant authoritarianism. It's almost, so the whole thing about the evangelicals and like God and doing God's work, it's all bullshit. It's almost as if that's a cover for something else. That right. They're using Jesus... As a cover mm. for something else. What do you think that is? Uh, you know, what I you saw the tip of my tongue, but I can't figure it out. I don't know. It's some kind of hatred based hmm. on race, gender. Mm. Race? Dude. Gender is in there. Religion. Religion. These are intolerant mm. motherfuckers, my friend. It's un- and you know what? As long as you wrap yourself in Jesus or the flag, you can pretty <laughs> much get away with anything. But say or do anything. Yeah. That's right. That's why we have no <laughs> shot because we don't have I definitely Jesus. don't think Jesus... I definitely don't think Jesus would, would have a problem with LGBTQ couples. You know what? Adopt. A Jew like you would say something like that. You don't know uh, Jesus. Jesus isn't in your heart, Stephen. He was a Jewish carpenter. Stop it. He had his Saturday like me. He, he did some plastering and some sanding. There was no spackle, Come on. There was no spackle knife in Jesus' tool belt. He didn't, go to, he, didn't, he, didn't go to, he didn't go to Home Depot and pick up some, some spackle? No, he was busy building a wall. No? You don't, the wailing you wall. Don't have, the Western wall. You don't wall. know Jesus. You don't have him in your heart. Who are you to tell the evangelicals about, I definitely, about Christ? I, de- I definitely don't have Jesus. And that's your problem, because you're going to hell, my friend. Given what I think about all the time, I definitely don't have Jesus in my heart. You're going to hell. So I can't, uh, I, I yes. can't help you there. I can't help you. But if you understood mm-hmm. Jesus like I did, then you would understand. <laughs> How do you understand Jesus? The same way evangelicals do. <laughs> now you know why Trump will be reelected because he was anointed by God. <laughs> they do think he was anointed by God. Did you God. see that picture with everybody putting yes! hands on? I was, you, took the words, you took the words right out of my mouth. Did you see that picture? Freaking nuts. That was crazy. It's, like... Well, I, again, let's go back to this talking point that the. Wait a second! You said nuts, and I haven't had any Halloween candy in the last twenty right, minutes. So now I'm hungry. Down. You'll get your Snickers bar. Uh, I need a Snickers. Minutes. I'm having. Jo- I'm having a withdrawal. Jones for a Snickers. Hold on a second. <laughs> now I've lost go. my train of thought. Man. I'm sorry. You said nuts, and my ne- and I went directly to Snickers. Yeah, I'm sorry. Issues, man. Halloween. <laughs> There's so much candy in this house, you have no idea. Yeah, we have a ton of candy, but only because in our building there weren't a ton of trick-or-treaters this year. Really? It used to be... You can't even, you can't even blame the weather. Yeah, it used to be... Were the elevators working? Yeah, I think there are just fewer little kids in our building now. Everybody's aging out yeah. of the whole trick-or-treating scam. So, right. of course, you know we buy like the 150-pack from Costco right. and... We gave out maybe a quarter of what we had, so... Yeah, we have three giant bowls of this nonsense. All right, favorite... It's all going... Favorite Halloween candy right now. Go. Go. Oh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. By far. Number two. By far. Number two. Number two? Snickers. Preferably frozen. Twix. Oh, I love Twix, too. And then then I got to go peanut M&M's. Everything else is shit. Peanut M&M's are good. I don't want anything else. Butterfinger. Ah. I'll take it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't kick a butterfinger out of bed. I'll tell you that much. All right, whatever. Come on. But like, with so much candy lying around, that's, all you need is your top four or five. You don't even need that. You need the top three. I I could. I would be happy just eating Reese's, Reese's peanut butter cups. You know what's even better than the Reese's peanut butter cup? What the Reese's peanut butter pumpkins? 
You know, those... Oh, yeah. It's like full-on <gasps> peanut butter, like concentrated, uh, like... Sick. Oh, my God. I don't think we got any what? of this. I don't think so. I've been through those bowls. Oh, man. Those things are good. Nah. <sighs> Um, okay, so where were we before I before I diverted I us? No idea. Because you said nuts to Snickers. I think we were complaining about Trump, but I'm not sure. <laughs> we don't do that exactly. enough. It's like, oh it's like, my it's like God. Mia said, like, ma, 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 my back hurts. It's Trump's fault. <laughs> ah, <laughs> I'm in a bad mood. It's Trump's fault. Like she's like, that's what your show is all about. So no, we were talking about evangelicals and the hypocrisy, and that, and their hypocrisy, hypocrisy, and their racism, and their misogyny. and we talked about the Republicans saying that a quid pro quo is actually legal, and because we condition aid. So how is this podcast different than any other podcast we've had in the last month? <laughs> because we're talking sure. about Snickers bars. <laughs> Wait, let's let's uh, talk for a second about the end of the baseball season, though. The Washington Can Nationals World Series Can champions. There's a big parade going on in D.C. right now. Notice I'm not there. Yeah, I don't really care. I'm like I'm very happy. All, right. All these people, you know, there was no baseball in Washington for a really That's long true. time. The Montreal Expos were collapsing. No one Actually, was going to their games. They, they were poorly run because there is a there right. is a fan. There's a huge in absolutely. In there's a big. There's a big effort to bring baseball back to Montreal. I, for one, would support and, They would need... But they were poorly managed, and they moved to... They need a roof. They need a stadium with a roof. Right. it's too damn cold right. in, like, from well, April and, and that, May. And Olympic Stadium was built in the 70s. Oh, it was for, built for the 76 Summer place, Olympics. Have, did you ever go there? No, you've been there. I was now, there. Right? It's a shithole. It was terrible. And if you remember... Yeah. I'm sure... I, I don't know if you remember this or not. 1998... There was an interleague game where the Yankees played against the Expos, and Bernie like tore up his knee sliding into third base in Montreal because that the field was in such the carpet. It wasn't even a field. The carpet. It was a carpet. Right. And, and that's Bernie right. Williams carpet, sliding right. into third, like he just like it was like Wah! it's like, <laughs> like five different directions at the same time. Right. And he was out for. But a while. it's a it's great for Nats fans yeah. in the Nats. I mean, they came here. They played in RFK Stadium, kind right, of a hellhole. They lost a ton. They've been they've had a lot of talent on that team, and they, some, and they finally made it happen. Had some bad luck in the in the playoffs in previous years. Right. It's really interesting, right. though, that Bryce Harper, who was the god in Washington and the savior of the franchise, he right. leaves, and they win the and World they, Series. Well, sometimes subtraction is actually yeah, addition, that's true. and I always thought from the time he from the time he arrived in Washington that he was he was a bad a bad element in the in the clubhouse, clubhouse. cancer kind of, Cl- clubhouse yeah, cancer that he was kind of a he was an arrogant dickhead yeah, that's so, um, so insane. you know everybody everybody said he was the greatest thing ever he was he's a he's a good ball player but he's not well he went he, to the Phillies they didn't make the playoffs this year right but the team that he left how many homers did he hit no a bunch I'm sure he did fine right I'm sure he did fine so as I texted to you earlier in the week I want to congratulate all of my friends from Maryland who grew up as Orioles fans who are now, <laughs> who are now Nationals fans on the fact that their team... It's amazing! Their team in... Christ. I know someone who grew up a Mets fan. Yeah. I know someone who grew up a Mets fan who's an Orioles fan who was rooting for the Nats. Really? How does that make sense? It just doesn't. Dude, I, I don't understand. Just root for the team that you grew you up with. You got one team. I, I... You got one team. You got one team. I... The Yankees, the Giants, the Knicks, the Rangers. I've been a fan of those teams since I think 
I burst forth from my mother's loins. What? What? Just because I live in D.C., I lived in Philly for a few years. I didn't become a Philadelphia Eagles fan. I didn't become a Flyers fan, a Sixers fan. I'm not going to name names. Come on, I'm not going to name names, but somebody who I know who is related to my wife from birth by birth, who went to school yeah. in Pennsylvania, in, in yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah. And when he was in school there, he was an Eagles fan. Now he yeah. lives in Miami. He's a Dolphins fan. I'm not naming. How could you be a Dolphins fan? I'm not naming fan? any names. You know, he wears a paper bag <laughs> over his head when he goes to, <laughs> when he goes to the games. But you know, there are some people who their allegiance is just not that deep. Oh, and that's, that's crazy. And that kid, I think it's a character flaw. He grew up actually. in Maryland and was a Redskins fan once upon a time. Yeah. So, are like Bruce, one of our biggest listeners, Bruce. We we were college roommates, dude. Was a huge Redskins and fan. Now, now he lives he lives in Massachusetts, and he's all about the Pats so he, and the Sox. So the I wonder if this week he's happy about the Nats. He can't be happy about that. He's all about the Sox. He's always posting photos from Fenway. That's lame. Sorry, Bruce. It's t- Bruce. Come on, you're better than that. What the fuck, man? You are, man. You're a Redskins fan. You're you're a no baseball fan because there was no baseball in DC. Bruce is actually from DC. Yeah, he grew up in the so district of Columbia. A, he was an Orioles fan when he was growing up. I guess he has to have been. He was a Washington Senators fan. <laughs> except they his dad except was. Except they left in 1971. <laughs> I to, think to be the Twins. No, right? the Minnesota. No, Twins. they left. To They're be not the, the Rangers. Twins. The, they, Washington uh, had two franchises that left. The first one left in 1960 became the Twins. The second right. one left in '71 and became the, the Texas, Texas Rangers. Rangers. So, so anyway, so happy, happy Nats! Way to go, Ryan Zimmerman and Steven Strasburg and Matt Scherzer and all those guys. Anthony Rendon. Rendon had a great. It's a good series. baseball. He, he, yeah, great series. He is a good baseball player. He was. Yeah, it's a good he team. He was on my fantasy it been, team, and it obviously would have been a lot more fun had the Yankees been in it. Yeah, but you know what? It I wouldn't hate. have been fun if they had lost. No, that's true. How, how bummed And I'd be taking be? so much guff. Not only would we be, be taking guff this week, but we'd probably be eating even more chocolate this week, just out of, uh, you know, eating when you're up. You said that. I had just gotten over my Jones for Snickers, Sorry. and you said chocolate, you know, be, and now I need something. there just like shoveling Snickers bars in your face, <laughs> thinking like, how did they blow that series? You're like, I need another uh, one of these. Stop. Dude, meanwhile, no controversy. They're all going to the White House. Tomorrow. Not all of them. Monday. Oh, really? Sean Doolittle. Who's not going? Sean Doolittle is not going. Relief pitcher. Really? You know why? Why? Because he has a social conscience. But everyone else is going. Not everyone. A few people are weighing it right now. Like not. Is Dave Martinez? He's the, he's the he's the he's the man. Doolittle. His he's... wife was raised by two mothers. Oh. And he is a progressive, and he actually. There right. was a, I read some quotes from him. He's a very thoughtful person. And that's right. that was another thing that hit me. As I'm reading this, I'm like, here is somebody who has some clearly defined morals and ideas, yeah. right? That he's able to articulate. Right. Can you point... Meanwhile, the rest of half of baseball are all Trumpers. All the white people, at least. But in general, yeah. point to me one thoughtful person who's a Trump supporter, who's like... You know, I've really thought this through, and right. for X, Y, and Z, this is why Fair I support enough. this guy. Not some mouth-breathing lunatic right. who's like, "Make America great, build a wall." Let me hear. I think that, a there, thoughtful, I think that there's some. I want a thoughtful person to articulate. I will reasons. say this: 
I think that there is a number of prominent international relations theorists who are realists who actually support Trump's foreign policy. Uh, I read Stephen Walt's book. I think Stephen Walt's a smart guy. And I got the distinct impression that he was repulsed by Trump's antics Uh and the way he goes about things and stuff like that. But that in the broad abstract did not necessarily think that Trump's foreign policy was, was he in in certain respects was he an not all that was he bad. An isolationist? No, he's he's a hardcore realist. So his his view of the world is, you know, we, we have, have interests. Ve- we have specific interests, right. and our interests aren't being served by being in Syria. Uh, the rising power is China. That's what we should really focus on. Uh, it, it it is not necessarily a given that Russia is an adversary in the current environment. Right. Um, that being in the Middle East is is sapping our national power, those kinds of things. So, and so now I think there's any number of people who can articulate that. Certain, certainly, President Obama had part of that. Kiss, Kissinger, but, who's the king of the realists, sure. would probably agree with all of those things, right? And so, if you about, try, I'm not talking about like his ad hoc foreign. No, I know, but I, just let me say, yeah. if you try hard enough, you can assign okay. any kind of intellectual framework onto onto Trump. Um, but really what we're talking about is a guy who's just ignorant and doing whatever the hell he feels right, like he's doing, sort of, trying to change the news cycle, mostly. Right, he's flying by the seat of his pants. There's no overarching... Right. Seeing right. There's no, like, there, there's no thought behind any of this other than, well, what's good for me right now? Right. What's good right. for me, and how am I going to, you know, get reelected, or right. how am I going to appeal to my base, and what are they... I'm like? absolutely convinced that... The phone call between President Trump and President Erdogan that precipitated the American redeployment slash withdrawal from Syria, which isn't much of, now we're still there, yeah. but I, I think that was all happening as the whistleblower stuff was coming right. to a head, and so I think it was a good opportunity for him to change the the news cycle, which he didn't. It, they, they were actually the outrage over what was happening in Syria, as well as the outrage over the whistleblower, were happening in tandem. Right. Um, but that's, I'm, I'm, yeah, that's his mo. That that is more plausible than him thinking through. Well, you know, if we withdraw, well, you know, we're serving. Clearly, we're not serving. You he's know, he's not a deep thinker, so he's not thinking like five moves right. ahead. But he had indicated, I think it was in August or maybe even before, that he had planned on pulling December, Dece- December twenty eighteen, December nineteen troops out of Syria. Yeah, I remember because I got all these press calls, right. and I said, "Wait a few days." Right. And, and in a few days, Wait, it'll and, it'll pass. Pass. and that's exactly what happened. But it's interesting that the Erdogan call, he never refers to that as a perfect phone call. <laughs> I mean... It's because like I think Erdogan is a, a Jedi master. Zelensky's, you will withdraw your troops from Syria. I will withdraw, I will withdraw my, my troops, troops from, from, Syria. Troops from Syria. I must kill the queen. <laughs> I must kill the queen. Feel the dark side. Unbelievable. So I got I got I got a nice amount of attention for my Halloween costume this week. Oh my God, Milton! You know you put me to shame. My friend Brian had a great costume too. I'm that's it. I'm having a costume next year. But your Milton blew yeah. my mind. Well, I mean, I saw you the night right. before, and, and you're like, I'm not telling I you. It to be a which was a smart move. I wanted move. It to be a surprise, so you could. I wanted to like in my mind hear your laughter when you saw the picture. Dude, I had like I was eating a salad <laughs> for lunch. <laughs> 
And I clicked. I'm like, what's going on on Facebook? And the first thing I see is you in your Halloween costume. And I screamed. People in the office. My door was closed. People did not know it. I was like, it's the fucking greatest costume yeah. ever. Kudos to you. It's all about the swag. Every year you come up with something awesome. No, only the last couple of years. So here's my... Here's my... I'm, what last year was... Remind me? Last year was Chaz from Wedding Crashers. Oh, yes. Yes. And that one just happened because Talia had in her closet this Chinese silk robe <laughs> that she got from my mother-in-law when she came back from China. What? what? And I... What was... What? What was it? What inspired Milton? Um, I had just been walking around for a long time saying, okay, I'm going to set the building on fire. (laughs) 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 And finally, I was like, it can't be that hard to create like a Milton costume. (laughs) That is, that is a movie. That's, that's a stop on movie. Oh my God. If you're flipping channels, you stop on that. I have so many though. Like that's why I get nothing done because I'm too busy (laughs) stopping on movies. Step Brothers. Step Brothers. Pretty much. Totally stop on that. Anything with Wedding Crashers. Pretty much anything with Will Ferrell. 40 Year Old Virgin. Yes. Will Ferrell. Totally old school. Any of the Godfathers except for three. Um, yeah, three was terrible. But two is like a four-hour investment. Yeah, but still. Yeah. Yes, but still. Yeah. So awesome. That was a great that costume. Was... So now I'm now I'm like, I got to do a costume next a costume. year. Now yeah. you got to figure out a costume. And it's got to be a movie character. That's, All right. That's, that's your challenge. It. You have 360 right. days to figure that shit out. Although next... I'll still be eating a Halloween candy. might be. You know, I think when we were... Getting ready for this Halloween, I was sort of making some space up above. We have like this cabinet, so I'm like, "Oh, what's in this bag? Halloween candy from was, last year." Was it? Oh my god! Sometime over the summer, candy appeared in the pantry on my floor at work, and I think HR was clearing out one of their closets, and I think nice. they found Halloween candy from. But I think we, I think we can also Weird. agree that non-chocolate Halloween candy is bullshit. So gross. Like you you texted me about Twizzlers. Twizzlers gross. Dots gross. All all things gummy Anything bear. Disgusting. Get stuck in your in your dental work. It's just. Oh fuck. It's got to be. Chocolate. And the the cho- the grossest chocolate Halloween candy Whoppers. You don't like Whoppers? Do you see Do you see Whoppers any other time of year other than Halloween? I didn't even see them at Halloween this year. Yeah, they suck. You're not a Whoppers fan. Ugh. Malted milk <sighs> balls with covered in. It's chocolate. like chalky shit with gross chocolate over it. I'm, I'm not going to tell you who likes Whoppers. I'm not telling you. It's not. It's not me, but I'm not telling you. Tell no, me. I can't. Is it your lovely wife? I'm not saying. Is it Jordan? No. Is it Mia? It's none of my children. Anyway. It's none uh, none of my children. Wow. I'm going to have to talk to Michelle about this. Seriously. Oh, my God. All right. All right. We out? I think we have... um, I think it's time... Exhausted with silliness. it's time for chocolate. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm totally... Seriously, I'm saving this, and then I'm going to get a Snickers, and then move on with the rest of my day. What size Snickers bar? The fun size? No, I'm going to go for a little one. The fun size is also bullshit. <laughs> fun size is bullshit. Because when you're gonna have like size. one, no, you're gonna have like four. So you may as well. I'm a fun you may size. as well get the big one. Mm-hmm. All right.
That's not the fun size, no. the big one? No, the big one is... Yeah. is and they call that's that one, one sharing size, but nobody fucking, sh- nobody fucking, sh- <laughs> nobody shares. Nobody fucking that's shares some serious bullshit. Size. It's like, oh, it's like the kids were like, the kids were like, we got king size. Yeah, king and size. I went rifling through their, I went rifling through their, their buckets. There was no king size. It was just regular there's, size. There's king size, and then there's sharing size. And sharing size is basically designed so you don't feel guilty. Right. You know, it's like, oh no, no, this one is for sharing, but you ate the whole thing. No, I shared it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. I shared it. <laughs> So now my dilemma is, do I want a Snickers or do I want a Reese's Peanut Butter? You can never go wrong with a Reese's Peanut Butter cup. I know. So good. And there's so many in this Just house. Just do it. All right, All right. We're out. All right. We're out of here, everybody. <laughs>